reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo.
Patiently for the Lord, and He inclined unto me and heard my cry. God will hear you. It's very important who hears you, it's very important who hears you, it's very important who you talk to. It's not everybody you talk to. May God lead you to the right people, the right person to talk to. But one of such people we talk to is God. But verse 2 is our prayer topic. He said, He brought me up also out of an horrible pit. Out of the miry clay and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. Hallelujah. So, right here in this verse, you see two opposites miry clay, solid rock. Both can happen to you. If you are in a miry clay, don't resign and believe that your destiny is miry clay. God can relocate you and put you on a solid rock. Tonight, we want to pray before we sit down that God, by his mercy, should pull us out of any pits. Yes. One way or the other, there is a place, there's an area of your life which is a pit. But you are coming out of it. I said you are coming out of it. There is an area of your life which is down a pit. And sometimes you came, some of you entered that pit 
when you entered, you met your uncle in the pit. Your father was already in the if you were born in the pit with your relatives. So your the, the pit life has become your new normal. But we are believing God that God will elevate us to another normal. That Amen. is the rock. The rock. The rock. The rock. So we are praying that Father take us out of any horrible pit. Yes. The miry clay stands for instability uncertainty Jesus anything that is not stable God can establish your going amen is it a good prayer to pray yes lift your hands and begin to pray right now talk to God we are pastors we are all pastors shepherds out of any horrible place of any horrible people any miry clay. Lift me, Lord. Lift me, Lord. Lift me, Lord. Lift me, Lord. Take me out. Take me out. Pray. My place is not the pit. It's the rock. No matter how many generations are in the pit, you can come out of the pit. Come out of the pit. Mandele Bosa. Kababa. Remini Masandalaba. Ramamayandalaba. Ramayande Siva Pikabo. Ramamasindelebe. Kambata Mayande Moroboso. Shamama Yamalababa. Kababa. Kaboli Mama. Father. Bring me out. Bring me out. Bring me out, Lord. 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 In the ministry, my place is not the pit. In the ministry, my place is not the pit. In the ministry, my place is not the miry clay. In the ministry, my place is the rock. Establish me, Lord. Establish me, Lord. Establish me, Lord. Establish me, Lord. Shaman dele bebe, rimana masapa, kebere bebe. Your prayer is working. Your prayer is working. Anything that doesn't look like you, you are coming out of it. Anything that doesn't look like you, you are coming out of it. Bandebosa, Malidebose, Barretaba, Mesturimoke, Romomosa Mayanda, Manda Baba Baba, Shepetelebe, Remamasa, Samandala Baba, Ramama, 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 Remeni Kabadaba. Take me out, Lord. Take me out, Lord. Take me out, Lord. Take me out, Lord. In Jesus' name. We are praying the same prayer. 
that Lord I determine that my ministry will not be a pit ministry Amen. but will be a solid rock house on the rock Jeez. ministry yes now remember that this man was in the pit so the pit is not an imagination That's right. it's not a place where only dogs are found yes some of you here are in a pit but we are rejecting that destiny amen i said we are rejecting that destiny amen it is not of god yes. we are rejecting that destiny Begin to clap your hands and pray at this time. Forcefully, angrily, violently, reject it. That is where my ministry is going to be. 
Another bombing raid. Yeah. I am Bomber Harris. <laughs> yeah. I I I I need, I believe that there's a new face we are entering as a church. It's a new season, it's a new dispensation. It's called the new wine. Yes, and whenever you enter a new season of your life, you have one responsibility, and that is to acquire new wine skins. Hallelujah. Yes, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot enter a new season with your old ways. You enter a new season with a new attitude. Amen. And to help you, I need to bomb out certain attitudes, certain misconceptions, certain attitudinal aberrations. Yes, that, that plague your ministry. That, that keep you in the pits. That make your ministry pathetic and pitiful. Pitiful means you are in a pit. Pitiful. Yes. Yes. But you are coming out. It is God's intention to bring you out. I'm, I'm already, already just some three minutes into the preaching, but, but something clearly has showed me that what I'm ministering is prophetic. But I can't tell you. Yes. Clearly. I'm, 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 I'm amazed. So please be alert because what is happening tonight is very supernatural. Whether I'm preaching for five minutes or 20 minutes, just be very, very alert because there are certain attitudes, certain misconceptions that are incompatible with this new season we are in. Yes, you can't survive with it. And um, many... um, Shepherds, pastors haven't done well. You know, but I believe that in this new season, we are going to do well. Yes, you will do well. You will not be found among those with very little to show. 
you'll be found among those with a lot to show. With a lot to show. Yeah. And, and, and as we build, it's very important that you learn how to build. You, you know, you can, you can build wrongly. Yes. You can build with wrong materials. Wrong. The blocks you were using were wrong. Acts 4.11 Acts 4.11 Look at how some people built. Acts 4.11 This, this, this is the stone. This is the stone. Which was set at naught of you builders. Which is become the head of the corner. I will explain. Other translation, any translation, any modern translation. The stone that you builders rejected has become the cornerstone. It means you are building on, and there is a particular stone that is the main stone. That is the one. You were able to reject. The main one is the one you rejected. <laughs> yes. It's called the cornerstone. You didn't reject the mortar or nails or some wawa board. The cornerstone. So you can build without the right ingredients. You can build a basenta without the right, sorry, without the right ingredients. This is the stone which you builders when you were building your center when you were building your church this is the stone you rejected not knowing that it is actually supposed to be the mantelpiece the main stone And what is the main stone? What is the main stone? What is the cornerstone in the ministry? The cornerstone of ministry is work. Look. Look. If you take work out, of what you are doing. If you remove the element of work out of what you are doing, you have set up yourself for a major disappointment. That's why the opener last week was the four things. Not so, I gave you some four. Four reasons. Yes, four reasons why you must see the ministry as work. And what was the first reason? When Jesus was calling for people, he called for laborers. He didn't call for vacationers or people on holidays. He called for laborers. The word he used was laborers. 
I mean, if somebody is building something and he, he calls for doctors, I want doctors, and you come and stand there and say you want electrician. I mean, you can be there working, but honestly, he doesn't even know about your existence. Work is what makes you known. Because the people, when he, when he advertised in the newspapers, he, he, his, ad, his advert was workers wanted, laborers wanted, not jokers. Not jokers, workers. Second reason. Anything apart from work is a waste of your time. Honestly. If you want some hobby, go and play volleyball or golf or something to do. But this one, this thing we are doing is called work. Work, that's the name. Paul called it the work of the ministry. You know, when you are dealing with something that somebody has shed blood for it ceases to be a joke it ceases to be something mundane and something you can do on your terms it's serious business yeah anything you are if you don't attach work the mentality of work to it it is in vain first corinthians 15 58 it is your labor which is not in vain you know, many times we say, oh, uh, 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 it's not in vain in the Lord. That I'm not, I, I, I can't guarantee what will happen to your work with ECG or Bank of Ghana or, or for Supreme International Company. I can't guarantee, but if it's in the Lord, it's not in vain. How many of you have heard it before? I deny myself, I say, if it's in the Lord, if you work for the Lord, it's not in vain. Ladies and gentlemen, if it's in the Lord, it's not in vain. It's true, but what is it that is in the Lord that should not be in vain? What is it? Labor. Labor in the Lord. It's not just anything in the Lord. It is labor in the Lord, which is not in vain. Ha. I love First Timothy 5, verse 18. Look at it. It says, For the scripture says, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn. And watch this one. Watch this one. And the laborer, the laborer is worthy of his reward. It's the laborer, not the joker, not the vacationer, not the one who has taken it as a hobby, not the part-time. Listen to me. Don't, don't, don't ever allow the word lay ministry to fool you. Don't let the title lay lay shepherd, lay pastor. Don't, don't, don't let it delude you. Lay ministry cannot be done as a hobby. Or as, lay doesn't mean part time. Lay ministry does not mean Time. Lay ministry only means the only thing about lay ministry is one, one and only 
it's not two things, not four things. The only thing that makes a ministry, a lay ministry, is that the church does not pay you. That's all. But lay ministry does not describe the quality of work you do. Lay ministry does not describe the quality of work. You can be a lay minister and and work. What are the characteristics of work we saw? The work is what? Has working hours. Once you attach working hours to something, it is work. And you follow it with regularity. It's what even people who are paid. Uh, I, I mean, there are jobs which are not Monday to Friday. Or man, some jobs are they go on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Some odd, some evening, evening jobs. But it's 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 a work. They pay taxes. <laughs> it's the regularity that every Saturday afternoon you are out there, you are going to work. Every night at 4 a.m., you are going to prayer work. <laughs> yes. It's not about the salary. So don't let lay pastor make you think that your work can be done anyhow. It is said of Dr. Ngucho. Every night he wakes up at 2 a.m. Or 3, sorry. When he wakes up to pray, he goes to have his bath, wears his shirt, trousers, tie, jacket. Three, it's a work. Three a.m. and enters a room. He is gone to work. No wonder he has seven hundred thousand members, and you cannot keep seven members together. I'm preaching already. I was a lay pastor for 14 years. I had one of the largest churches in the system. Indeed, in Accra. At that time, this is about 10 years ago. 10 years ago. I was a student. The fact that you work in the bank does not mean that you must trivialize the work and, and the work of God and treat it as something that is really, I mean, you know, by the side. Some part, it's not part time ministry. Number three, what? It is only what is done at the level of work that God blesses. Only what is done. God blesses only work. He doesn't bless hobbies. He doesn't bless things you have taken lightly. The fact that you came here from a bank or from the university or from your shop does not mean you are an inferior worker. The time that is left for you to serve God, you can approach it with the work mentality. It is only what is done. Exodus 23, 25. And ye shall serve the Lord your God. And he shall bless your bread. 
The word serve, abad, is labor, enslavement, work, bondage. You serve and he blesses. I'm feeling excited already. And the last one, Apostle Paul's ministry was done at the level of work. No wonder 2,000 years after his work, we are still quoting him. He's still a model. There's a way your work can outlive you. There's a way what... Look, there's a way your shepherding work can become transgenerational. There's a way you can be a model of excellence. There is a way. And that way is work. There was not even one drop of joke in the work Paul was doing. Wake up! Where we are going now, there's no place for people who have a who have a, 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 a light approach, a flimsy, mundane attitude towards the work of God, nonchalant. So tonight, I want us to turn our Bibles to what will form the basis of a conversation I want to have with you. And that is Mark 16. Verse 20. I'm taking off from this London strip. I'm talking about the work. Mark 16. And they went forth and preached everywhere the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. The Lord. (laughs) The Lord. Working. With them. With them. No, I don't understand it. It can be. It cannot be that my Basenta leader at Foster Home or my Basenta leader at a, a, a gravel pit or my Basenta leader at a washing bay. It's, it cannot be that God is working with him. He must be alone. Ah, but if God is working with the person, how is it possible that work is insignificant and small and very, very sickly looking? We know, you and I know, 
the nature of the work God does. If God is working, you and I know that God's work, the words which are used to describe the works of God are big words. Mighty. Prominent. Great. Significant. That's my vision. I am fully aware that God is working with me. So there is no inch of space for mediocrity, smallness, people who, who, who lack a drive. You, you cannot be with me. Go home. Because at the base of my ministry is that God is with me. I'm working with God. And when I lift my head and I see works that are attributable to God, I should also have a commensurate prominence and greatness in my work. How can you be working with God and God's works are described as mighty and yours is described as a cell? I'm preaching. How? How? The meaning is that it is possible you are, you are on your own. That's why this is the landing strip I'm taking off from. The Lord working with the, nobody in the ministry works alone. When the Lord works with a person, we should see greatness. And, and the reason why your work is yet to be identified it's not because you are a young boy it's not because you are elderly the only thing is that the word work is absent from what you are doing work is absent when work is absent god cannot identify with it When work is absent, greatness is also absent. That's why even Jesus, when he entered the Sabbath and began to preach in Mark 6 verse 2, they they wondered, they were amazed. Many hearing him were amazed, saying, Whence has this man these things? When will someone point to the things you've done in the ministry? These things. And what wisdom is this which is given to him? That such mighty works <laughs> Look, mighty works cannot be limited by a name you are given. Whether we, we, we have told you to call what you are doing Basenta or Santa or Cathedral, whatever. Mighty, it can be a Basenta, but when you come and you see what they are calling Basenta, you yourself will review the, the name. Yeah. The fact that you have been told to build a Basenta does not mean that you cannot have 500 members in your Basenta. No, nothing stops you. Nothing stops you. Except your blackness. 
Nothing stops you. Great, great men of God who have built denominations are not uh, one of the, it's not even called reverend. Pastor. 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 You uh, reverend or professor or bishop, professor or whatever. Pastor. But when you see his ministry, you yourself will rename it. May a new name be given to what you are doing. May you not be limited by a name that has been given to you. May you have a law. May you redefine your own work. The people who serve God, they are supposed to see mighty works. And the reason why what you are doing is not mighty is that the word works is not part of it. When works come close to it, it will be mighty. Have a vision that one of these days you are driving yourself up to a hundred member basenta. Have a vision. I'm giving you something nicer than where you came from. Believe God that one of these days there will be ten leaders who are working under you. And the Lord working with them. The Lord working no wonder whatever they did was upgraded to signs. Many of you, God cannot confirm anything you are doing. There's no confirmation. Not, no wonders, no signs, nothing mighty, no testimonies, nothing is coming from what you are doing. Because you have not lifted your game to the level of work. And at this time, let me put down a very major mark, very major point as we prepare to end. There, there is a responsibility I'm placing on your shoulders. And that responsibility is that you should Respect your contribution to the ministry. Tell your neighbor, respect yourself. Respect yourself. Look at the person. Say, respect yourself. And ask the person, do you do you respect your work? Many of us don't don't respect our work. You don't think any great thing can come from you, but you only respect God's work. But 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 the work is not only God who is doing it. It says the Lord working with them. (laughs) 
I respect my work. I have great respect for what can come out of me. The possibilities of my life are not even known to me myself. If God can do great things, you can do great things. You see, the, the, the greatness and the significance and the importance of your human contribution in the ministry is so powerful that anybody, anybody who minimizes or trivializes or, 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 or uh, uh, lightly esteems what he can do does not understand the will of God for himself. I have said, you are gods. And I mean, all of you who are children of the Most High, I'm quoting verse 6 of Psalm 82. I have said, you are gods. But because you are not going to acknowledge your greatness, you shall die like an ordinary man. You will end up ordinary. You will end up. I don't want to end up ordinary. My God, Father, help me. I don't want to end up insignificant. I want to end up the way God wants me to end up. I have told you that you are God's. This evening's meeting, this short discussion we are having, is to help you to understand that we are waiting for you. Yes, sir, sir, please tell him that we are waiting for you. We are, we are not, listen, we are not waiting on God alone. We are waiting on you also. We are not waiting for some miracles that God will do in our ministry. You can also work miracles. You are also a miracle worker. Wake up. Tell your neighbor, respect yourself. If God wanted what you are currently doing in the ministry, if that is what God was looking for, he would have hired a donkey. Respect yourself. How old are you? How can you be in a church for 10 years with 40 members? Are you an animal? Respect yourself. Because God respects you. Jesus told a parable that is one of the highest and greatest evidence of God's respect. Matthew 25. That one, nobody comes near it. That one is, 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 is big time. Verse 12. Matthew 25 verse 12. 13. I hope the parable will come soon. 14. Yes. This, this, this story is, is a reflection of the respect 
am reading it for you to understand how God respects you. Even though you don't respect yourself, God respects you. Wake up! The world is waiting for you. The Bible said the whole world is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Not for angels or for God. The world is waiting because they know what you are carrying. They know what you are capable of doing. They know that as you sit here with 16 members, you should actually by this time be a pastor of 600 members. The world is waiting for you. Show up. Tell them about show up. Show up. God respects you, so you must respect yourself. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Look at it. It's a story we know. That, that, there is no story that comes close to the greater, greatness of man in this story. There's no story. I don't know of an invention, any scripture from Ecclesiastes. This is, this is seven star. A man is traveling. And I'm sure you know that it's a parable. So it's talking about God. And man, he is traveling and he called his servants who we are and he gave them talents who gave the talents the man who is traveling who is God anyway he gave the talents he gave one five one two and one one and he had respect for everyone and because he said, each one according to his several ability. Is there. He took his journey. Now, these are in, in red. The words of Christ. Now, watch it. The, now, this is it. This is where the thing is getting serious. Then he, tell him, respect yourself. Tell, tell somebody, it is likely you are, you, you are a disappointment to God. Tell him. Tell the person. It's, it's possible. I'm not saying you are, but it is possible that as you sit here, you are a disappointment to God. Watch it. Watch it. He that had received five went and traded, which is business, which is work. Let's Let's drop the element of work and business. And made them other five talents. 17. Likewise, he that had received two, he also gained two. This is it. Which means that you can manufacture what God can manufacture. The words which are used to describe God's works should be used to describe you. You can manufacture what God can manufacture. God manufactured five talents and the man also on his own manufactured five talents. So when the man came there were ten. Five from God, five from man. Clap your hands for Jesus. 
and the Lord working with them. We can go home. God made two talents. The man also made two talents. You make two, I make two. It's only a black man who doesn't understand this message. Oh yes, it's only a black man who doesn't understand. A black man doesn't... A white man understands this message. A white man, in, in, they may not say it, but inherently they are of the view that they can make what God can make. That if God can make a bed, he can also make a bed which can fly faster than the bed God made. Jesus. I'm waiting for Basanta leaders and pastors to create human beings in the church. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for pastors to say, let the church be filled, and they'll be filled. Kadula Makata Braga. Sabadika Bayande. If God can make a human being, you can also cause a human being to appear in the church. I said, the God who made five came and massed his five with the man. So, so, so when he came to the Ghanaian, who was given one? I'm saying it to, for you to enter your marrow. Because I want you to rise out with anger. Come out. Be angry and come out. Be angry and show something. Be angry and prove that you are not an animal. Tell your neighbor, prove that you are not an animal. So when that guy who was given one talent respectfully and humbly came and presented his one talent, the man couldn't believe it. That a human being can look down on himself. A privilege, oh yeah, next week eh, I'm going to talk about taking it taking it next week how to take it he was bored you mean you cannot do what I can do let me tell you the African humility somebody came to sit in my office last Wednesday and I said I don't have never seen you I don't know you I don't know you so um, many times I want to come to you, but uh, uh, when I approach you, I don't know if the person is here. If you say you can get, well, um, I, I'm not able to come close to you because I, I, I see you as a great person. I say you are an idiot. You are an idiot. This one, I said, this is not humility. This is stupidity. It's, it, it is ingrained in the African fiber. Homo sapiens africanus. Our background and our history has pummeled us and has, 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 has dehumanized us so much that we take stupidity to mean humility. 
you cannot come and talk to me. Who am I? Who am I? Yes, he had come to introduce his beloved to me. I said, if I were this girl, I would never marry a man like you. A man who cannot go to somebody, look into his face and say, I've come to, uh, 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 what do you call it, uh, uh, greet you and just to say hello to you. If I were a girl, I would not follow such a man. He's an idiot. If you are here, I'm telling you, you are an idiot. Unless you change. If you change last week, then you are a human being. Or if you're not an idiot, you are a monkey or... or... Ah, but wait, 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 wait. Even cats, cats and dogs, they, they climb onto the beds of their owners. They sit in the sofa. They poo-poo and wee on their beds. How come a cat, a cat can enter a bedroom? A human being cannot approach your pastor. You are an animal. It is that mentality that says that I cannot do anything. I can't. It's only God who, who is great. Only God is great. But he said, I have told you that you are God. And the white man who doesn't pray, who doesn't go to church, believes more in the word of God than you sitting in the church masquerading as a Christian. I have told you you are God. And Jesus told this parable that if God can give you five, you also can produce five. If God, if God can make a horse which can run at 120 kilometers per hour, a man can also make something called horsepower which can move at 360 kilometers per hour. I have said, you are God's. Don't do that. Don't do that. And I'm going to read some definitions of work. Don't do that. Don't destroy yourself. Let your life be a little like a child of God's life. Let your ministry be a little like a child of God's ministry. Let your marriage rise up. You are in a pit. Please sit down. I'm not finished. That's why ministry is God's attempt at getting you. I mean, if I had not been a pastor, I would not have known that within me were abilities and gifts and potentials. I never would have known. Sitting in a consulting room, exam passing, monkeys pass exams. No, you go on YouTube and, 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 and look at that. It's not about passing an exam to be a medical doctor. There are doctors who are living like animals. They die like rats. It's not about being an engineer or a lawyer or an accountant or a professional or whatever word. Have something to show. Produce. Produce something that is worthy of, 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 descri- of description with God's accolades. That the words we use to describe God should be the words which we use to describe you. I have said
God bless the Africans. Like the Bishop Dagi Wadmelses, the Pastor Mesa Otabels, the Bishop Oye Depos, who who stand to blaze the trail and to let you understand to know that you are not inferior, that you can rise up and achieve something. That's why many people feel that Christianity has destroyed the African. And in a sense, I believe it. Because the evidence is there to show. Because Christianity deepens the irresponsibility of the ignorant African. Because any a religion which makes you sit back to look at a miracle worker. Next two weeks, I'll talk about working of miracles. SAT service. Next two weeks. Note it. By the grace of God. God willing. Yes. The next week is take it. Today is work, God working with them. All under work of the ministry. Today is God working with them. And next week is take it or a man took it. And the following week is working of miracles. It's wrong. Don't do that. Don't. You are great. Don't let humility fall. Paul talks about something called false humility. False humility. And it, it goes with worshipping of angels and all types of demonic activity. Don't, don't have false humility. Rise up and do something that will let people see you as God. I mean, that's what happened to Peter. And uh, who was it? Was it John? When they went to Athens, Lystra, sorry, Lystra. They healed a man. Everybody came to town and said, The gods have come to us in the form of men. It's Paul. Paul and Silas. Silas was called Mercurius, and Paul was called Venus. You are destroying yourself. Wake up and do something great. Believe that you can do something. It's not only God who makes talents. Man can also make talents. Sorry for shouting. I'm ending with this. I'm reading the definitions of work. Last week, we learned that ministry work has working hours. It consumes a large amount of time. Can be supervised or unsupervised. Can be repetitive and regular and expends energy and money. Today, I'm taking you to English language definitions with, 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 with biblical exegesis and hermeneutics. Number one, English language definitions of work. 
or work, to work, whether it's a verb or a noun. I hope you know what a verb or a noun is. Work, number one, is exertion or effort directed to produce or accomplish something. Exertion or effort directed at accomplishing something. Something accomplish something a vision accomplishing a vision reaching a goal only exertion and efforts Genesis one thirty one God saw everything that he had made and behold it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Thus the heavens, chapter 2, verse 1. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished. You must have a vision that when you reach that, when you meet that target, when you reach that goal, you know you have reached a goal. Give yourself something palpable to accomplish. That within six months, I'm starting five basentes. My basenta must have 20 members. And what, whatever I will do to have 20 members, I'm having it. And on the seventh day, verse 2, God ended his work. He worked, he exerted efforts. To accomplish something. If you give yourself a vision, you will accomplish it. Number two. Work is the result of exertion. Labor or activity. And the word I want to underline is the results. The result of exertion, labor or activity. That when you see something if you are here for the first time, what you are looking at this evening, this service, didn't just happen. Even bombs which explode, they are manufactured. Anything you see has been made to happen. Psalm 8, verse 3. When I consider it's not the heavens. 
It's not the heavens. It's what? Thy. What you are looking at, it belongs to someone. Nothing that is great is just the, the heavens. It's for someone. When will you create your own heavens? <laughs> oh, you, don't, you don't understand the English language. <laughs> is that preaching clear? When I, when I consider thy heavens, and then he, in case you didn't get the word thy, then he said, the work of thy fingers, the moon, the stars, somebody made them. When you go and stand there and you look at the stars and you admire, believe God that somebody will also look at your star you have created, your moon you have created, your heavens you have created, and admire. When will somebody admire something? I feel like crashing the microphone. Please tell him, respect yourself. Tell him, respect yourself. Because, tell him, because God respects you. Yeah, he knows you can do what he can do. If he can make five talents, he knows you can also make five talents. And he has told you that you are a God. So, respect yourself. Tell him, animals can do what you are doing. Rise up out of the pits. Please excuse me. Sorry, I'm, I, I want to apologize for shouting. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm desperate to humanize you. You have been too dehumanized. When I consider whose who's heavens, thy heavens. So when will we see? When will we see something you have done? I'll better say do. Oh, as I said, Peter Siedu has done this. What? Eh? The man did this. Wow! And people are going around to look at your heavens. When will we see your heavens? Of course, you cannot make any heavens when you are in the pit. And you are coming out. I said you are coming out. I said you are coming out. I said you are coming out of the pit. Out! Jesus' name. When I consider what is work, work is the result. The re, so, so they are results. When you see the moon, it's a result of somebody's work. The fingers, the finger. So, 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 so Proverbs 31 31. It says, Look at it. Look at it. Give her. Of the fruit of her hands. Kai! And let her own works. Praise her. In the gate. Magada Zabadi Krebo. Sembra Kataba. I prophesy to you that one of these days. Before you arrive. Your works would have announced your, your, your greatness. I said before you arrive. Your children would have spoken about you. May your works praise you. I said, may your works praise you. May you have something to show that causes people to praise you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. May your works praise you. 
if you are a student, may your work praise you. Blow the paper in such a way that they'll be looking for you to give you an award. I will never allow you to be in the pit. Whether it's your mother who took you, put you there, your father, whether you were born there, your great-great-grandmother is there. You are you alone. By reason of your Christ's connection. Out! That's why one of my favorite scriptures these days is Zechariah 9-11. As for thee also, you too, by the blood of the covenant, I have brought you out, your prisoners, out of the pits. Out of the pits. Where there is no water. As for you also. If Kwabna Mansa came out, you also can come out. If they have clapped for Sally, you also, they will clap for you. As for thee also, by the blood, that is, anybody who has contacted the blood of the covenant must come out of the pit your mother put you in, the pit society put you in, the pit your nationality put you in, the pit your blackness put you in, the pit your, your background put you in. The blood has power to bring you out of every pit. Come out! Number three. We are closing, please. To work means to be employed. To be employed. And the dictionary says, especially as a means of earning one's livelihood. As a means to be employed. Especially as a means of earning one's livelihood. It is God's intention that whether you are a lay shepherd, lay pastor, lay whatever, it is God's intention that through the ministry, you can earn a livelihood. Perhaps it is the ministry which will give you a place to put your head and not the bank you are working in. Perhaps it's the ministry that will give you a car to drive, not, not the university you are teaching in. Perhaps it's the ministry that will give you peace of mind, peace in your family, that no money can by as a means of livelihood. So he says, he that repeats receiveth wages. You, you think he was talking about cities or dollars? He that repeats receiveth wages. I I want to announce to you that this is our means of livelihood. If if you think that livelihood comes from the Range Rover you are driving, then you have not understood the world. If you think that your livelihood depends on the woman you have married or the house you have married, then you don't understand what God is doing. There is a life you can live it. You will not be able to enjoy your brand new car. You will marry and cannot touch the woman. 
You cannot touch the man. There is a livelihood that is more powerful than the livelihood bank of Ghana affords you. It's the livelihood of God. He that repeats receive it wages. Today, may you enter into God's payroll as a gatherer. So far, you cannot be described as a gatherer. A gatherer is a gatherer. Yeah, that is, his numbers are continually increasing. A gatherer is not, is not a manager of numbers. A gatherer is a gatherer. Gatherer's your name. He that gathereth, John 4, 36. He that gathereth, that is, there is a continual uphill trend. What do you look at this church's attendance from the past 10 years to date? It fits a typical quadratic equation curve. Parabolic. Like this. It's like a drawing, literally. I could have shown you the, the attendance pattern of the set. Because a gatherer will never allow you to come and spoil the work. Can your basenta attendance not also assume that trend? Can the peace in your marriage also not assume that trend? When you work for God, it's a means of your livelihood. And I'm saying that some of you, literally one day, the car you will drive will come. From the ministry. I know people who have studied and gone to do masters. Doctors. The car, the car I drive is from the ministry. Yes. And if I was joking here in Adenta Church, I would, I would, I would have I, some second-hand bicycle. I'll become all. You, 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 you don't know what you're The car I drive is the ministry. Yes. When I got the car nine or ten years ago, rubbers, new, not from Kolebu. I was begging them to give me a loan. To buy a second-hand car. They said they can't. But let us even say that. Uh, like, it's the church that bought it for me. It's my employment. How about the one I'll bring on Sunday? Oh, I don't understand the English. I'm asking, I said, how about the one? Have you seen the one I bring on Sundays? Go to my car park, you see it. <laughs> you wonder what that is, the anointing oil they have poured on the car. What type of car is that? There is a way you can... Oh, you guys are making... I'm, I'm getting excited. May, may somebody drive a motorbike to your house one day. May somebody give you keys to a room one day. May somebody hand over a beloved to you one day. May an angel bring healing to your kidneys one day. May an angel bring healing to your heart one day. Receive your wages. 
I, I can't. It's, it's difficult to preach. It's difficult to preach. Who told you that only Bank of Ghana that gives cars? You are joking. That's why some of you sitting here, you are sleeping in a in a in a rundown car. Some of you from here, you are going to sleep in a car. But God gave you this ministry to do that if you have done it in a certain way, somebody, I, I, I look, I'm not, you know, in Acts, uh, is it uh, four, four, when they healed the uh, man called, uh, the man at the gate called, uh, called Beautiful in Acts three, and Peter Priest, you know, they were arrested. No, yeah, they were arrested. Then one morning, Alexander, John, Caiaphas, and some big uh, guns and the scribes, they gathered in Jerusalem and called the disciples. And as they, and Peter spoke, said, the, the Christ you crucified. Because the, the question was that, how did, by whose authority did you heal this man? They said, the man you killed is the one whose power I use. Now, when Caiaphas and Co. noticed that the whole of Jerusalem was excited and they were happy. They couldn't touch them. So they called them the following day and warned them that we are releasing you. Do not preach anymore in that name. Peter did not go home to think about it. He stood in front of them. In front of Alexander, he stood in front of Caiaphas and said, you yourself, tell me, you yourself, judge. You yourself, what you are saying, should we obey God or we should obey you. Then he added that we cannot but speak of the things which our hands have handled. When I tell you that somebody can give you a key to a room, my hands have handled keys. I'm not preaching about something. I, I know somebody here where he is going to sleep tonight is directly related to the ministry. I know it. I'm not telling you a book I've read of. By treating this work as some part-time, side plate, unnecessary something. You don't know. You are Look, by the way, let me tell you. Can you please sit down? I, I, I can't tell you when you are standing. Some things must be received sitting. <laughs> I'm preaching. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Something very, very important. Many of you were brought here for upgrades. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. There's no one in this room, including yours faithfully, who is needed by God for anything to be done. Nobody here is important. All of us have been given the privilege. To do something for God so that what we could not get from the school, we can get it from the work of God. That is why God, you are not here to build a church for him. If God wants members, you are not the one who will give you members. But he has given you the grace to gather 200 so that out of the 200, you may get a husband. You may get a shop assistant. You may get a member. You may get some blessing. That's the truth. That's why I can be in my house and a grown-up, a grown-up who can be my uncle 
will drive a brand new car to my house and say that my wife and I are giving you this car. I said, what? I cried. I cried. I cried. Who has ever brought kinky and fish to your house? Your room. But essentially, I'm asking you, I said, who has brought kinky and fish to your room? That my, my beloved and I want to bless you with some kinky. But as you are making this work your work, my God and my Lord, help me. As you are making, oh Jesus, as, I, as you are making this work your work, I will not be surprised that one of these days, you'll be driving a gleaming car. From, 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 even though you work in a bank, one of these days, somebody will build a house and hand over keys to you. Receive it now! A car minister's drive. I've not gone for a loan. I've not begged anybody. I have di- I'm just in my house. The only mistake I made was that I opened my gate for someone to enter my house. One of these days, when you open your front door, my God and my Lord, I said, when you open your front door, what will be brought inside the front door? Begin to clap your hands and celebrate God. Some of you, an angel will walk through. Jesus. Clap your hands and, and give the Lord a shout. I, 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 I'm tough. Yeah. Hallelujah. You are destroying yourself. Jesus. This is our means of livelihood. That is how my wife got a husband. You are destroying yourself. I am my wife's convert. I'm not joking. She won me to Christ and I married her. Perhaps if I had not married her, she would have married some DCE in some, some corner of some country somewhere. In a village. Because of me today, she's not a villager. You are hurting yourself. You are not doing the ministry for Bread of Life Cathedral. You are not doing the ministry for Lighthouse. It is for you. He that laboreth, laboreth for himself. Ah, I need help. I need help. Someone should help me. I, I can't preach. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know what else to say. You I need help. Preach, preach. Can somebody help me? I need You're help preaching. to preach. Go, preach Someone should take the microphone. I don't know what yeah, to say anymore. Please. Preach. I need help. I need help. You are preaching. I don't know what to say anymore. Preach. Word, word, word. If you gather 50 members, you are gathering them for yourself. Oh, yes. Directly. It will boost the attendance of the church. Can you imagine you alone, you bring 200 members to this church? The place before. We We are expanding the church. The, the church we will put in 200. Here, here, 200. Can you imagine because of you all this is going on? Oh, surely. Imagine this attendance plus 200. People will be sitting upstairs. So clearly, when you bring 200, directly it impacts the work some bishop is doing. But believe me, if you believe in the word of God, that it is not for me. It's not for the church. 
He that laboreth, laboreth not for the church, but for himself. Number four. Sit down. Dictionary meaning of work with biblical exegesis. Number four. To work means to attain a specific result by repeated movements. It is your lack of readiness to do repeated movements that is not delivering anything in your life. Repeated. That's, it's, it's a, to add, there are some results you can never attain if you are not prepared to do something which is repeated. Like every Saturday you are doing outreach. Every 4 o'clock you are praying. Every 3.30 you are praying. Every 5 a.m. you are praying. Every this you are doing this. Like you do it. You will attain. I mean, this wall cannot be built. If the one building this wall is not ready to take a block, put mortar, put a block on it, block, mortar, block, Mortar block, mortar block, mortar block, mortar block, mortar block, mortar block. Without that repetitiveness, you cannot get a wall. You can only get a stone. Some things can never be done or achieved. By one activity. A one-off. How do you even get your salary? Is it not Adenta Barrier Legon? Every month Adenta Barrier Legon up and down. Is that not, ask your neighbor, please, I beg you. Please, uh, how do you get your salary? Ask him how he gets his salary. Therefore, is it not, does it not border on madness that you will expect a certain result from certain arbitrariness? Is it not close to madness that you will expect something to happen by just doing something once? Most great things in this life are done repeatedly. Morning, day, and night. That's how God created. Wake up, morning, talking, separate. Morning, day, and night. A lot of things in life are the cars. People who are rich by making cars is the same as somebody from morning to living. All he does is to lift the windscreen onto the car like that. You may think he's dancing. Choreography. Without that, you will not pay your rent. Your children won't go to school. If you don't know how to do repetitive movement. Please, someone should take over the preaching. Honestly, I, I, I think I, I'll come to the end of it. I, I, honestly, I, it, it, it's, 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 it's climbing my head. I, I feel too excited. I can't believe that you want to do this yourself. 
I cannot believe it that you want to do this yourself. A human being, born again, made in the image of God. God says you are God. You want to do this yourself? He has given you not, not the work of a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer. He has given you a high calling. The work Jesus came to do. He has given so that your life can experience a little upgrade. You are so determined. I don't want to use the word. I want you to introduce that element of repetitiveness with regularity in the things you do in the ministry. Your, your attendance will jack up. Ask the pastors, the few of us who built this church by the grace of God, in this room, repetitive. If you want to bomb all of us together, you know, can no one to bomb us. That's how Judas met Christ. He knew that he would be in the garden of Gethsemane at 3 p.m. Was he there? That's why I said humorously, that's why some of you are still alive. Some of you should have died in the will of God. But you are alive. They can't get you. (laughs) The people God has sent to take you to heaven, they can't find you. Nothing about your life is predictable. (laughs) Variable. I'm, I'm happy God didn't send you to the earth to die. Yeah. You'd have served us. We will still be in our sins. But Jesus, because of repetitiveness, 33 years and a half, he was, he was gone. Yeah. Ask anybody, is it possible you are not supposed to be here? <laughs> and the Lord working with them. Number five. To work means to make way with efforts or under stress. And I want to emphasize stress. To make way. To make things happen. With effort or under stress. There's a sister who was impregnated late last year or mid last year by her husband. Has delivered the baby. We can't find her in the ministry. We can't find her. She's in the church, but we can't find her. Every day, she's breastfeeding. Amanda, where are you? I'm in my car. Beatrice, where are you? I'm feeding. I'm in The people who attain greatness in the ministry, who build substantial things worthy of admiration, are those who are capable of working under... Look, you, you will never be left alone to build anything for God. 
No demon will sit idly by to watch you, you because you, you are you are fair or you are tall to do something. No, you you will learn, Nehemiah. Goodness gracious, I feel like break dancing. Nehemiah four twenty one. So we continue the work. And half of them, watch it, the team, half of the people held the spears from the rising of the morning till the stars appeared. Karamagada. People were employed not to lay bricks, but to hold spears. So as you see the man is working, block cement, block mortar, block mortar, block mortar. There is somebody standing there. He's not doing block mortar. All he's doing is just security. Uh, 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 uh. What's the name? Bodyguard. Because they are fully aware that for every wall of Jerusalem, there is a Sambalat and a Tobias. May, may, may you be aware that some this work can never be done at ease. That is why, you see, when you, when you expect to do this work without problems, that's why you will never do well. Those who are doing well, they have also factored in stress. I have failed exams. My final year medical school, I had never failed any exam, not even an IA. Never. Final year, when I became a pastor, rather, that is when I failed one paper. I'm not, I'm, I know people who say they didn't fail anything. I, I, I failed. Everybody has where his things are also not working. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I failed. Bishop, for instance, never failed. I know some of my friends who are in America, they never failed any paper. Never, from beginning to end. I failed. I failed. About five, four months into the ministry. Never, for even second year, which is the most, I mean, MB2. What are you talking about? You go home. I passed. And all of it was to test my metal. That was it. If you are, if you are, if you are here, and you expect ministry to be done with money. Uh, everything is fine. Cozy in. That's why it says that woe to those who are at ease in Zion. In Zion, you must be alert. In Zion, you must, you must, be, you must always be on the lookout. Yes. Even if you have got money, you have got three cars. You have a house. You have you are married. You, you, you have married with three children. In the ministry, you must be aware. At least expect that the enemy will bring a woman to you. You are looking for the woman who is coming. Are you the one? Come. I've been expecting you. <laughs> Alert! You cannot be at ease in the ministry. Otherwise, the ministry will ease you out. Have you, have, have you not before? I'm going to ease myself. Like, as we are here, eh, the children in class too. Just, uh, teacher, I want to go and ease myself. I 
and he goes and eases himself. May the ministry not ease you. We, the people who are left here are those who are not at ease. It's giving gets more bizarre. Look at it. Nehemiah 4. Is it 4? 4. Look at 17. This one put here. As he was building, there was a bodyguard. But look at 17. They which builded on the wall and they that bear burdens with those that laded everyone with one of his hands wrought in the work and with the other hand held a weapon like that One hand is building, or the right is building. When you see us in front here, preaching, you don't know the battles we have gone to fight. You don't know. So if you expect that you, you must pass all your exam before you do ministry, then you are not ready. Here, we fail exams and we go and do outreach. Yes, the first year I began ministry 24 years ago, my child died. Yes, my child died. I know a pastor. One Sunday afternoon, he came to my office. He had finished preaching powerfully. I said, I was not expecting you. He said, Bishop, we will never let anything stop us. Do you know why I said I wasn't expecting you? At dawn, I got the picture from him. His wife had beaten him. I'm not, I, I am not telling you a, a, like something to make you laugh or something, a story which fits perfectly what I'm talking about. I mean it. I'm sure they are here. At least I've seen one of them here. He said, we must through much tribulation preach the gospel. You want your business to do it. Yeah, our businesses collapse and we are still doing the ministry. We are pregnant and we are preaching. We give birth. We are breastfeeding and we are preaching. You want your child to grow up with teeth before you come back to work. Your ministry will remove your teeth. I'm preaching. I'm, I'm trying to send a message to you. Yeah. Be very careful. Tell your neighbor, tell him, respect yourself. Number six. We need to go home. Quick, quick, quick. To work means to bring about any result by action. <laughs> to bring about any result. And, and, and see, every definition has its emphasis. This one is any result. Any result. Any result. That's why I love what Paul said. I can do all things 
what you cannot do, you have chosen not to cannot do it. He said what? To achieve a result, uh, to bring about any result by action or labor. Art labor. Any result. Hello? Hey, 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 please. Can I tell you as we close? You can achieve anything. On Sunday, this Sunday, yesterday, two days ago, something happened here which has never happened here before in the 10 years at least I've been here. I, mean, I don't know whether before I came it, it, it used to happen here, but when I came here to this church, for the first time in 10 years, this hall was full within the first 20 minutes. Within the first 20 minutes. So as I stood there and I looked, I said, ah. So what happened to all the cock and bull stories I've been fed with over the years? What happened? Then I realized that of a truth, you can achieve any results by action. Look, let me tell you as we close, what you have not achieved there you have it's because you have not put the requisite amount of work in it. If you want to see 30 members in your center, or you want to see 500 members in your center, and you can't see it, it's because you have not invested the right amount of work into it. Anything, Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 8. All things are full of labor. Allow me not to continue. <laughs> oh. Makatu labra kasata. All things. All. Hey. Every area of your life requires labor. Everything is full of labor. To get a beloved. It's full of labor. To marry the beloved is full of labor. To keep him married is full of labor. To have children is full of labor. To go to work, you need to work to go to work. So when it comes to the ministry and you want to use it as your retirement package, then you realize that God will eliminate you soon. Say all things. Not most things. Any area of your life which is shabby is the area you have chosen not to invest work. Many times God takes us through some things. Like I have been through some things. God was just teaching me to respect the dignity of work. Yes, and he showed me. If you put work into it, you get... I I was in this church feeding people with... Fried rice and jollof rice. I wasn't prepared to work. When I got ready to work, things changed. And the Lord working with them. Number seven. 
Katula. I love this one. It's getting serious. To work means to manipulate or treat by labor. To manipulate a situation. <laughs> Karuma Mada. Every situation, you can use the element of work in your prayer life, in your Bible study life. And I've given you the, 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 the hallmarks of work. You can manipulate any situation. Any situation, you see, to manipulate means to, to change or to redirect its impact. Genesis 1. In the beginning, verse 1, God made the heavens, heaven and the earth. Verse 2. And the earth. You see, go to verse 1. That is it. In the beginning, God, not we. God created the world. That's why David said, Thy heaven. Because it's not your own. Go and create your heaven. And let somebody also praise the work of your hands. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Verse 2. And this is the problem. You see, it says to manipulate. That is, to change the power of something, the impact, the outcome, to change. Like, like if, if a country votes, you can manipulate it. You can manipulate the results. Suddenly, the one who was last is first. It has been, it has been manipulated or doctored. And you can use work to manipulate a situation. If your basanta is empty, you can use work to manipulate it. The man who threw a party and the invited guest did not show up, he used work and anakazo to manipulate the party. I don't care whether it was lepers or blind people. What matters is that the place was full. The food was eaten. Everybody was happy. Whether they were kings or not, he, was, he used work to manipulate. The earth was without form and void, which looks like your center. Which looks like your basenta. Without form and void. The Hebrew is tohu wabohu. Tohu Wabohu, without form and void. Bohu, empty. Darkness was upon the face of the earth, of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face. Immediately, work was used. How do I know work was used? Work is done when there is a movement with force. <laughs> And the spirit of the Lord, the power of God, moved. Power times distance equals work. Force times distance equals work. Power is needed. The spirit of God moved. As soon as God saw the emptiness, he began to work. Then he announced, verse 3, Let that be light. That, word, that phrase, let there be light, can be paraphrased as, and God said, start work. Light was needed for the work to start. 
So let there be light is the same. Because as soon as the light came, work began for six days. So the let there be light figuratively is start work. Mazanula abratasa. Matambra kabada baba. May there be a resolve in your intestines to use work to change the picture of your life. To change the I am ready. I am I am I am I am I have a dogged determination to use work to change the picture of my ministry. And God said, Start work. Some of you soon won't find you around. I mean, you'll be in the church, but you'll be outdated. You'll be not that you won't find it like you are living in the church. No, no, no. Where do you have to go? <laughs> the people who look, God is going to give preeminence and prominence to people who are ready to work, who are ready. To, to take on the dignity of work. Who are ready? Look, the people who partner with God are workers. And the Lord working with them. That's the subtitle of tonight's message. And the Lord. The next meaning. The next meaning. Number what? Yes, we are finishing. It means to achieve or win. To win, to achieve, or to win by work or effort, by labor or effort. <laughs> to win, to achieve. You don't want to wake up at dawn and use the laptop listen to a message and use it to look for scriptures. You sleep. You go to work. When you finish, you want to use us as guinea pigs to try your hands on uh, scripture, memorization, and how to find scriptures. You wait. Your verse is going to come. I have a verse for you. But you, you, you uh, which verse did I give you? First Chronicles 15. Yes. <laughs> Second Chronicles 15. I, I'm going to give you a verse right now. Not right now, in three minutes. Second Chronicles 15. To win, may you win. I said, may you win. Ebay, I said, may you win. May your chest hit the tape one day. May you win. May you win in the ministry. May you not end as a failure. May I not end as a failure. May you end as a winner, triumphant and victorious. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Second Chronicles 15 verse 1. Look at it. And the spirit, so I just want you to know that somebody is speaking. And the spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded, the spirit of God. Verse 7. What did Azariah say? Be ye strong. Therefore, and let not your hands be weak. For your work shall be rewarded. You will have a reward. You will win. If only you are ready to be strong. If you are willing to apply yourself. 
you will win as a singer you will win as an instrumentalist you will win as a pastor you will win as an usher you will win you will accomplish something he said be strong and don't allow look if your hands are weaker it means you allowed it don't allow it be strong in your worship ministry it will be rewarded you will win be strong because when you are not strong when your hands are weak it's it's like and let yes you see don't let your hands be weak because when your hands are weak you only receive nehemiah 4 11 4 10 nehemiah 4 10 the strength of the bearers of burdens is decayed some of you have allowed your strength to decay yeah in the name of being above 50 years you are going on retirement One pastor is in a hurry to, to abandon his church and go and sit somewhere. He, he, he was so up. But wouldn't you want to come to Adenta to come and do some basenta? That place. That place. No, it's okay. I'm on retirement. I'm not ready to. <laughs> the strength of the bearers of the burdens is decayed. And there is much rubbish. People sing rubbish, play rubbish, preach rubbish. Am I preaching rubbish tonight that you have not been to international conferences before? You are listening to one of the most, most, most iconic vintage classics in the ministry. You, you, you don't have any idea what you are listening to. The strength is decayed. Our energy is waned and there is much rubbish. Rubbish singing, rubbish preaching, rubbish ushering, rubbish bass guitar playing, rubbish. Rubbish attendance. You sit in a church for 10 years. You've got only 40 members to show. Rubbish. Rubbish. Somebody calls you, uh, uh, Pastor, you turn and you correct him. I'm Rev. Say Rev. And when you go to your church, 28 members, stupidity at its classic, classic. <laughs> Say revo. Say revo. Revo. Said, be strong. Don't let your hands be weak. Don't let it be weak. Let me tell you. Don't allow weakness. As, as a pastor of this church, by the grace of God, I do not allow weakness. No. No, 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 no. Even though I'm even wilder. I used to be wild, but I'm now wild. No, 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 no. I'll put you where you... I'll, I'll, I'll give, there's a chair for everyone. I'll give you your chair. If you are not strong, rubbish will enter the work. Like, like in my house, if I'm not strong, rubbish. When, when there's a plastic, empty plastic bottle lying anywhere in my house, around my house, there's a meeting. 
I, I, I don't just call and say, hey, Francis, take it. Um, well, no, 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 no. We meet and find how it got to be. Oh, how I would have wished that you too, if a member of your basenta doesn't come for a meeting, for a service, there'll be an, an emergency meeting. As if something is lost. As if your iPad is lost. As if somebody has taken your car from the car park. Emergency! But I don't blame you. You are weak. And your ministry is full of rubbish. And he ended. He said, and so that we are not able to build a wall. We can't build. We cannot build it. Nobody can build with rubbish. You can't build with girls around doing what they want to do. Fooling around. You can't build with guys who are... Who, I, you, you can't be in my, in my church here and talk anyhow. Unless I don't find you. You will hear from me. I will drive you out. I, there was a wall in this church. I sat behind the wall with a leader of a choir. I sacked him. You cannot be in my basenta and not attend church. You cannot. You cannot. And not that I will shout on you. One of my most powerful anakazo weapons is love and care. Haja. I don't believe in something. Hey, why wouldn't you come? What is your what hey, hey, you are a fool. You don't have hair. What no. The way I will relate with you, you yourself will come. The relationship. Strong in your love. Strong in your care. Of course, there will always be a son of perdition. There will always be a son of perdition. But it's just one. In 400 people. Some of you, your six members, 13 are sons of perdition. It's when you, you yourself, you are a mother, daughter of perdition. Mother. <laughs> May you win the battles of ministry with strength. You strength to gather your members. You strength to bust your members. You strength to teach. I'm teaching tonight with strength. I'm sweating. I'm using strength. Because whenever there is weakness, rubbish begins to settle. It begins to smell. Mm. That's something, like as I'm here, I'm preaching. Mm. Mm. Oh, don't mind the man. Don't mind him. Yeah, he has gone to borrow somebody's 2,000 cities and he's, he's not paid. Don't, don't mind him. Oh, that girl is his girlfriend. Oh, don't mind him. He, 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 was, he was sleeping with a girl yesterday. I, 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 I just went to see what, uh, I, I was surprised, so I closed the door very far. Oh, don't mind. As he's there shouting, shouting. He even drinks giddy sometimes. There's a spot. They know him. There's a spot in, uh, at OEB where he goes to drink. When you are not strong, when you are not strong, when you are not strong, rubbish. I'm not saying that when you are strong, you will still not have stories going on around. But be strong. Be strong. If you are not stronger, your mother will take you out of the church. If you are not strong, your mother, out of love, will remove you from the church. Your brother, your sister. 
If you are not strong, your boss, your classmates, if you are not strong, they will let you drink Guinness. If you are not strong, they will throw a party for you and play a beer for you. If you are not strong, somebody will lead your Christian life for you. Yeah. If you are not strong, there's a, a brother, I don't know why, I, I can't find him around whether he's here or not. He had a party. Playing Satawale. I, I, I can't go into who he is. But when I sent somebody to ask, oh, it wasn't his party. It is somebody who threw a party for him and they brought his people and he is the one organizing and said, you are a stupid idiot. A grown-up. Thank you, Jesus. You are a, a house you stay in. You have been emasculated. I said you have been emasculated. You sold yourself for a for 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 for, for, for a cup of porridge. Be strong. Otherwise, they will lead your Christian life for you. Be strong. Be strong. Otherwise. A woman will show you what to do. <laughs> Be strong. Be strong. Otherwise, your big brother will remove you from the church. Jesus Christ, his mother, almost ended his ministry. His mother, Virgin Mary. <laughs> his mother, he was like I'm preaching. And then Asha, who had not had his quiet time that day, he came and said, your mother is outside. He said, what are you talking about? You mean I should leave this place and go into... He said, no, I'm already bonded and connected. This is my mother. This is my brother. Yeah, she's also my mother. But I've got a mother here. I've got a sister here. May, you, may, may, your, may your foundations be deep in the church. I said, may your foundations be deep in the church. May the Lord deliver you from a sudden removal. Number nine, quickly, let's end. Number nine. Koraba. Rimo tebra. To work means to increase your efficiency or your skill. I'm preaching. If you're a man, go home. Get up and see. Something will bracket your legs. To increase your efficiency. So a time comes, we can't find your classmates. Yes. Uh, uh, the, the instrumentalists, we can't find their classmates. They are classless. One pastor said, I don't have a classmate. I don't know whether he meant that he didn't go to school or that the ministry is in the snow. But both may be true. Yeah. You work until you excel in skill. So that's why in Mark 6 2, when Christ was preaching, they said, What? We've not heard this before. What type of preaching is this? What wisdom is this? I mean, what? 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 To increase in efficiency or skill. That is what gave the virtuous woman. In Proverbs 31. Look at verse 10. 
Proverbs 31, verse 10. Who can find a virtuous woman? Her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband that safely trusts in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly. Worketh. Worketh. I'm showing you that there's a level of work that that puts you above. You increase your skill. You increase your abilities till till you are classless. You are in a denomination of 3,000 pastors, but your class is not in it. I was watching a, 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 a lighthouse pastor preaching today. I, I, I would say, there's no one like this one. His class is different. His class is different. I mean, he's in his own class. I, I, I also want to believe God to also be in my own class. Are you also not a pastor in Lighthouse? Why can't you be in your own class? Why, are you, why, why do we have to go to the baller to find you? To increase in skill. Look at it. She works with her hands. Verse 14. She's like the merchant ship. She brings her food from afar. Verse 15. She rises. While it is yet night, a woman, some of you, you, you go on a sleeping competition with your husband. As he's snoring treble, you are snoring soprano. A woman, your husband wakes up before you. She rises. While it is night. In the night, two of you hear... Uh, uh, kitchen utensils. Because you take and kick. Hey, Kwame, wake up. This is at dawn, five o'clock. We are going to fetch water from the well. Uh, uh, go and get it. Um, go and buy a candle. You want, there's lantern. Go and bring, buy some kerosene. Working. Working. You, a woman. I know a lady. They sell. Um, this thing, this, it's a medicine for joints, joint pains. I think Acobam, does it help pain? Acobam, yes. Yeah. Acobam. No, no, not mercy cream. I think it's Acobam. Yeah. Her husband said, is the Acobam announcement van in the area that wakes her up every morning. <laughs> Acobam. Hey, hey, and his wife is now waking up. No skill of so let's end. Look at verse 29. This is the there's more time has failed me. Verse 29. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. NLT. Give me something else. There are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. Message Bible, baby. Message. Many women have done wonderful things, but you've outclassed. There are many 
pastors in lighthouse, but you have outclassed them all. There are many basenta leaders in the church, but you have outclassed them all. Work also means increasing in skill. Clap your hands for Jesus. Skill. Skill. The skill of pastoring. The more you work, the better you get. The skill of preaching. Tomorrow, I'm preaching at a big conference somewhere. I'm... Skill. Who has invited you to go and preach in a conference? Why? Are you an animal? Am I better than you? Why? Why will somebody invite me and you, a basenta leader, hasn't even invited you to this meeting? Why? Because you have deliberately decided not to take on the, 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 the label and the esteemed privilege of being called God. You want to die like the princess and fall like one of them. Number 10. Number 10. If you are tired, you can go home. Oh yes, we are here. And your friend is saying, to work means to beat, to beat unsparingly. Especially in order to obtain something. To beat without sparing. Beats. 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 Beat unsparingly. Especially in order to obtain something. There are some things, if you want them in the ministry, you beat yourself. I'm beating myself to preach. My mouth is dry. I'm sweating. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. But I'm beating myself. The sweating I'm sweating and a boxer in the ring. We are both sweating. I'm, I'm flogging myself. Because I want to achieve something. What do I want to achieve? I want to winch you out of the pits. Micah chapter 4 verse 10. Maruka Taba. Be in pain. That's all. Tell them about be in pain. Be in pain. Some of you cannot work with pain. You can't work with emotional pain, physical pain, financial pain. Be in pain and labor to bring forth. That is, if, the, if you ever want to see a baby in your hands, be in pain. That's why there's no baby in your hand. That's why there's no baby in your hand. At your age, you do ministry. After six months, you have three members. I know somebody, he was moved to a place to go and start a basenta. And you know, in his church, they, uh, first love, you, are, you will go. I mean, part of your send-off is a bus. As you are going, they give you a bus. And the bus, you pay for the bus. Next week, eh, take it. Sunday, he packed the bus with 15. How many? 15. To achieve something. 
to hold members if you see somebody whose bus is full you are seeing somebody who has had to endure pain if you see somebody with a bus coming with two members or one one, one man looking like pinocchio sitting on the bus coming like that pinocchio and they're talking cricket You are looking at a person who is not ready to work. Number what? Number 10. Number 11. Okay, well then we are ending. Number 11. To, to work means to prove effective or successful. Prove it! There's no success unless you prove successful. Nobody is dash. You can't dash success. You can't donate success. You prove it. First Samuel 14, 6. And Jonathan said to the young man that bare his armor, Come and let us go over to the garrison of this uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us. For there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. Prove it that you are successful. Many of you, you get the work done. I came to this church alone. Alone. Bishop Nia Jedu came to introduce me on this stage here. Alone, like a little boy going to school. Alone. It was after how many months that you came? Three months. He was supposed to come with his wife. His wife said, no, she won't come. She can't do ministry under anybody. She wants her own ministry. She's a lady bishop. Three months alone. Alone. Today, all these pastors who were here, at that time, they were, not even one was correct. Not even one was correct. One of them, he, he dressed with a choker, whether it's a weed smoker or a rapper, I don't know, and his wife was following him with a cancer back there. No hair. Oh, sorry, I, I've given him out. Did we grow in the church? Did, did the church grow? Did the church increase? Yeah, because by many or by few, the Lord is capable. That you, you prove that you are you are you, you, you can work to accomplish something. May your work grant you something in your hands. You can't even say, oh, uh, uh, pastor, there's nobody. Uh, you should have given me the fourteen shepherds. One pastor said. Uh, uh, I went without any workers. I was looking at somebody who I don't know whether he, he even had testicles. Emasculated. I should give you shepherds. Did I give you your wife? Did I give you the wife you have? They didn't give me shepherds. The Lord says I should be quiet. Number 12. Katabayaba Rematosiki Biandalaba 
you will be known for your work. I said, you will be known for your work. You will be known as a miracle worker. Ha! Clap your hands. You wait. We shall come next week. Inshallah. You write it. Number 12. Number 12. To work means to influence or to persuade. Especially insidiously or innocuously. To convince. It is work. As if I knew I was come to this point. That pastor was asking me for shepherds. I should influence a shepherd for you to work, go and work. <laughs> In the ministry, you, you Jesus, he, he was one. Just like I was one from Adenta. He dropped with a parachute from heaven alone. <laughs> yeah, he was a paratrooper. When he landed, he went to the beach, went to the market, went to whatever. By the time he finished, he had 12 men. He had gathered and assembled his own team. I should give you a team. To work means to persuade. To influence or persuade. Ask your neighbor, who have you persuaded to do something in the ministry? Please, ask him. Ask him. Ask him. Mention their names. Somebody who didn't want to work for God and you have persuaded the person because of you, the person, is, the person is working. I can give you one person in the church. I can, I can see one, only one. May there be somebody who can say that had it not been for you, I would not be in the ministry. Father, give everybody seven of such testimonies in the name of Jesus. Father, give everybody seven of such testimonies in the name of Jesus. Father, give everybody seven of such testimonies in the name of Jesus. Receive it! To persuade. Philemon. Philemon. Verse 11. To persuade. Persuade. That is... There are people in the ministry you can persuade. That is how to work for God. That's how Jesus works. He said, my father works and I work. And he worked by mobilizing helpers. And he said, even as my father has sent me, even so, send I you. It means you also must be a mobilizer of the helpers you need. As God sent me, I'm also sending you. This is a man called Onesimus, which in time past was on, in this one chapter, at least we know of two men Paul influenced. One of them is a man called Onesimus. He was unprofitable. He had never won a soul before. But he said that now he is profitable to you and to me. I've been able to turn him from a barren member to a fruitful soul winner. Can you make somebody who has no plans to do ministry to be a shepherd? Do you have the power? Or your power is just to marry and have children? Can you make somebody, a man, a banker, a teacher, a graduate, a little boy, who has no interest in the ministry, but because of your influence, 
someone who was not profitable today is profitable. The first person is Onesimus. And the next person is called Philemon. You see him in verse 19. Philemon, the same, the, the man he was writing to, he warned him that I'm writing to you, I'll repay. But I don't want to remind you that you yourself, Pastor Philemon, you owe your very life to me. That is, it is because of me that you are who you are. That I have been able to influence you to have a ministry, to have a church, to have members, and to have money that you can use to even take care of Onesimus. That it is because of me. You are who you are. That's, a, that's work. That's, that's work. If you cannot point to anybody in your basenta. God has sent us. I told my daughter recently. I said, don't go there and 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 and, and grow Christians. You'll be a failure. Convert the members of your basenta into disciples. Say, hey, that is it true. I said, nonsense. Jonah says, in, the, in these last days, anybody who is not a disciple will not last on the journey. The journey is a journey only disciples last. Yes. Only disciples. Yes. If you don't make disciples out of them, they will never see the end of their journey. He told Philemon, your, you, you yourself, you, 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 your church, you owe it to me. You should be able to tell. I know, I can tell some of you that your branch, whatever, you, you owe it to me. And finally, number 13. Finally. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. To work. What is meeting number one? Let's go to number one is what? Yes. I can't hear you. Work is exertion or effort directed to produce or accomplish something. You accomplish something. God accomplished something. When he saw it, he was happy with what he had accomplished. Number two. Work is the result of exertion, labor, or activity. Work. Now, when you see something, it is a result. It's a result of somebody's work. David said, when I consider thy heavens, the heaven is not for all of us. Heaven is not for angels. It's for God. He made it. You too make your own heaven. Number three. To be employed. Especially as a means of earning one's livelihood. Tell you about this work. Your life depends on it. You may not know, but the pastor is telling you. Number four. To work means what? To attain a specified, what? A specific result. By repeated movements. Things you do repeatedly. It's work. Repetitively. Every day or every weekend, every dawn, every, without that, a 
element of repetitiveness, you are not working. And it's in vain. Number five. To make way with efforts or under stress. With efforts. Yes, when you see somebody making a way, making something happen, the person is doing it with stress. Bishop says, the world is ruled by tired men who do not look tired. One baby, we can't find you. One baby. <laughs> One baby. Baby. Hey. Then. Number what? Number six is what? To bring about any result, any result by action or labor. Any result. Tell your neighbor anything can be achieved. Tell her you are the one not making it happen. You can make it happen. Anything. And, and this is one of my five star scriptures tonight. Ecclesiastes 1.8 All things are full of labor. Everything. To have sex with your wife, it is full of labor. You, might, you don't work and see. Don't work and see. To have a house help is work. It's repetitive. You bring them, they run away. 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 Tell. That's how Isaac became a millionaire. He built wells they came for them he built wells they came for them he built wells they came for them he built wells till one day the bible said that he became very rich and the philistines envied him you don't want to do repeated things number seven to manipulate or treat by labor to change the outcome to change the impact to to change it the earth was empty Black darkness. But God used work to change the picture. In the end, it was good. The earth which was empty and void was good. May your basenta be good. May your center be good. May your church be good. May your ministry be good. Receive it. Number eight. To achieve or win by effort. By work or by effort. Uh, By labor or by effort. To win. Said, be strong, be strong. Don't let your hands be weak. Don't let your hands be weak. Your work will be rewarded. Yeah. And Nehemiah 4:10 says that if your hands are weak, only rubbish. Tell your neighbor, be strong. Otherwise, you only you will experience some rubbish. Eh? Even Zoom Lion cannot come for it. Zoom Lion. If Zoom Lion is able to take it, it means it is taking you with the rubbish. I'm, 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 I'm prophesying. You don't understand what I'm talking about. Number nine, to increase your efficiency or skill, to increase. That's a virtuous woman. She wakes up. She works with her hands. She feeds her family. She seeks wool. She brings her food from afar. No wonder in verse 29, it says, there are a lot of pastors who preach well, but you surpass them all. Many daughters have done excellently, but you are above them all. Number 10. 
to work means what? To beat unsparingly, without sparing. Especially in order to obtain something, a baby, to obtain a convert, to get a member, to get a basenta leader under you. You beat yourself. Micah 4.10 Be in pain. Tell your neighbor, learn how to tolerate pain. Don't, don't be at ease. Or the ministry will ease you out. Number 11. To prove effective or successful. Don't say you, you are not giving shepherds. Prove that you are a man of God. Prove that you are anointed. By many or by few. Do something. Number 12. Yes, to influence or persuade, especially insidiously. That is slowly, without knowing it, the person is changing. That is insidious or innocuous. The person doesn't know, but he's changing. He's there now. One day he says, No, I'm leaving my job. I can't do this. I want to serve God. I, want I was in this church. I was preaching every Tuesday, Sunday, messages, messages. Pastor Peter was in this church. He wasn't even come to church every Sunday. When he's coming, his wife, I don't know, what, was she a model before? She's not, she's, she's not done modeling. Are you sure? Or she hasn't told you? She never did any modeling. Because the way she used to walk behind you, I mean like, when he's coming, he said, normal, he's just coming to church, like that. Then the wife. Hey! My granny! Preaching Sunday, Tuesday, Sunday, Tuesday. One day, I called for my shepherd's meeting. We're here. Who should I see? Pastor Peter and his wife. I said, sir, this is not a business meeting. I said, no, I want to be a shepherd. I almost fell down. Today, he's a pastor in the church. I said, today, he's a pastor in the church. May, may your ministry convert on serious members into ministers. Oh, Jesus. Number 13. I have 12 points, but I have to bless you with one. I love you too much. Number 13. Number 13. To work means to solve. As a problem. Solve it. You can solve the problem in your basenta. What's the 13th meaning of work? To solve. Comma. As a problem. Tell your neighbor. Solve it. It is solvable. Through hard work. Through hard work. It is solvable. And I end with Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 6. So built we the wall. What are you talking about? So solved we the problem. We solved it. Can you clap your hands? So built we the wall. So filled we the hall. So built we the wall. Tell your neighbor you can solve it.
What was the problem they solved? Nehemiah 1 verse 3. What's the problem they solved? They said to me, the remnants that are left of the captivity in the province are in great affliction and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem also is broken down and the gates are burnt with fire. This was the problem. That it was a definite entity. Broken down walls. Burnt down gates. The problem in your center may be empty chests. The problem in your center may be lack of shepherds. Every problem is an entity. But the Bible says there was a man. His name was Nehemiah. He rose up and said, The Lord and the God of heaven, He will prosper us. So we, His servants, will arise and work and build. I'm not surprised that in verse 6, He said, So built we the wall. May you one day say, So finished we the work. May you next year say of your heart, So filled we the heart. May you one day say, So raise I, Basenta leaders. I don't know if you are listening to me, but I want you to clap your hands and pray and ask the Lord to help you to see the end of your ministry. To work means to solve. To solve. To solve. You don't have members. It's a problem. You can never solve it by treating the ministry as a hobby. Work. We build the wall. How? For the people had a mind to work. Pray, Father, give me a mind to work. I'm a lay pastor. I am a shepherd. I'm not paid by the church. Clap your hands and pray. They had a mind. A mind. The ministry was not a joke. They have a mind. Renta barabama machine di mantala baba bakaro toko shiparanante. Rete ba rebete rebete rebete. Rinto bolo 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 shipariante lebelebe. Makabaranante. Lift your hands and thank God. I'll take you back to the words of Jesus. The prophets of old and the righteous men desired to see what you have seen this evening and they didn't see it Jesus. and to hear what you have just heard but they didn't hear but blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears lift your hands and thank God that in your lifetime you've heard this message Jesus thank God thank you Thank you. If somebody had heard what you have heard tonight, Jesus. he would have been the founder of a denomination. Lift your hands and thank God. Thank you, Lord. But you, 
Almondos Pelini. Blessed are your eyes. Thank God. Thank you. For blessing your eyes. Oh, for blessing my eyes. For blessing your thank eyes. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Father, we bless you. Every eye closed and every head bowed as we leave the hall. Thank you. If you are here tonight, I know there's a shepherd's meeting. But in case your friend brought you, this is your first time. You don't know Jesus Christ as your savior. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. Wherever you are, lift your hands. I want to pray for you to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. You want to be born again. Lift your hand high above your head. High. 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 Father, we thank you and we bless your name for this privilege. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.